That was a weak crack. <clears throat> Fuck it. It's a crack after you. Yep. We're doing it. We'll do it live. Shout out Bill O'Reilly. <clears throat> welcome, <laughs> welcome to the uh, Gentleman's Podcast. I am the award-winning chef Chris Fusen. Joining me on the phone all the way from War Torn Covington. Yeah, War Torn CBG. We like to call it. All right, CBG. Uh, CVG. CVG. Yeah, it's not Covington. It's Covington. Fair enough. Is the <laughs> red-blooded American Corey Florence. And two-time fantasy champion. Not joining us on the show is our th- third companion, and that is Captain Nate Brown. Captain Nate Brown <laughs> is still over uh, overseas fighting for your freedom. That's right. He's fighting for your freedom to uh, receive special treatment on your skin, not follow the directions, and be out week one. Bro. Let's bring it up. <laughs> Have you heard of the latest and greatest? Uh, about the helmet? So Yeah. Well, it'll catch everybody up right now. So, I mean, it, you, I you mean literally, this is the hottest sports story of the weekend. So, if you haven't heard about it, welcome from out under that rock. Uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown, uh, first off, shows up to Raiders camp with frostbitten feet. Oh, first of all, say hey, got there. Oh, well, I mean, everybody knows he showed up in a fucking air, hot air balloon. Yeah, I just want to put all that bullshittery in there. Shows up in a hot air balloon like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> fucking has frostbitten feet right out of the gate because he got some wild treatment over in Europe. And they were like, here's the instructions. And he said, I don't need your instructions. So now... So- <laughs> Yeah, to put that to put that more like the like there's those cryotherapy chambers or whatever. There's ninety five thousand fucking signs that says, "Hey, wear this." Yeah, and he did. Basically, my mic stand's doing something weird. <laughs> it's always doing something weird. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So he's at camp. Shows up in a hot air. Oh, I got it fixed. Oh, shows up in a hot air balloon. Has frostbitten feet because he didn't follow the, the clearly stated instructions, and yep. now over this past weekend we find out that he will quote retire if he doesn't get to use his uh, old helmet. Which sounds <laughs> it, uh, if you took it at face value, you'd be like, "Oh, he wants this to dumb. use he wants to use his Steelers helmet. That's stupid." <laughs> no. He wants to use his helmet style or manufacturer model, whatever that he used it's last year. Right now. Yeah. Okay. So the NFL every year evaluates helmets because they've been under so much heat for dudes, you know, killing themselves because they have too many concussions. Exactly. And other dudes just not being able to play because they can't think straight. Yeah. Uh, shout out Jim Mc or not Jim McMahon. What's his name from? Uh, is it's Jim, isn't it? Quarterback for the Bears back in the eighties. Now he doesn't know where his living room is. Uh, that that Jim McMahon was one of those guys. Yeah, yeah that's him. All right, doesn't know where his living room is now. Uh, <clears throat> so, and so, and I heard reports that he was actually trying to sneak into camp with a painted helmet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, this gets better. Yeah. So they flat out. They flat out said, all right, so, like, they're like, no. So then he talked about it went to arbitration, okay? Yep. Now, keep this in mind. 
Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, somebody else with the same helmet. And they're not like they're butthurt about it, but like one of the things that Brady said, he's like, Well, I won four Super Bowls with this helmet, I kinda like it. Uh so you've not heard the, the latest news of it, right? No. What's the latest? Okay. News? Breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. The arbiter or arbitrator or whatever you call it said no. You can't wear the fucking helmet. What? Alright, so listen. He had, he had, he had, he said he was gonna retire if he can't use his helmet, right? Yeah. So he also responded as right before this came out that he would be willing to sue the NFL if he got hurt because they wouldn't let him wear the helmet. So he basically knew he was going to lose. So then after the arbitration came out and was like, uh, you can go fuck yourself, he was like, all right, I'm pretty stoked to get back to camp. Can't wait. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it was just a. Okay. So all yeah. he did, he just did all that just to fucking cause a ruckus pretty much it's so stupid like oh actually you know what this is a brilliant move because i talked about it last week right the modern day athlete uh the modern day athlete your greatness isn't and i'm talking about like post like 2018 okay or 2017 i'll even say uh we don't measure our athletes based on athletic ability or statistics or wins and losses Greatness is measured by how much of media attention you can grab. So, I mean, at this point, Antonio Brown looks right now. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, if Tebow or not Tebow, if To had played in this league that it is today, first ballot Hall, they would have inducted him while he was still playing. You know, Man, so <clears throat> no, you know what's crazy about that shit? What? I hate, I hate To. I absolutely hate To. But like. He never got in trouble. He never did anything wrong. You All he find did out was, his ass. was loud. Huh? He got fined out of his ass. I know, but like, he didn't know. What I'm saying is, <clears throat> he never did anything illegal or detrimental to the league. He was just, like, he was, he, he played a game, he played a game, like, all the way through almost with a fucking pin in his sock so he could sign a fucking ball. That was, like, the most egregious thing he ever did. Yeah, which I mean, so and he was he was hated. <laughs> like, AB is a fucking bitch. Well, don't don't uh, trust me. The in, the the internet spent a large amount of its time this weekend just trashing him and clowning the Raiders. I mean, as they should, as they should, clowning the Raiders. John Gruden, who I don't think has ever seen a computer in his life, was probably shown a computer this weekend. And after yeah. after the initial like culture shock wore off, he was like, "What the fuck is this, man? Why are people talking about the Raiders so much, man?" Like <laughs> wrecked, wrecked by the internet because we're all woke now to this bullshit. Like <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking stupid. All right, so real quick, strike out for the hot air balloon. It's not strike the it's not the hot air balloon's it. fault. No, 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 it's just that's just what he is. Oh, strike out! Strike out for the for, uh, frostbite. Strike out for not reading a fucking instructions that were all over the crowd chamber. Strike out for being a little bitch and wanting to wear your helmet. Strike out for basically saying that 
I'm fuck your fuck my team. It's all about me. I'm not going to play. Strikeout for saying that you're going to sue the NFL for some bullshit. Strikeout for now being like, oh no, we're good. Yeah, that's seven strikeouts for AB because you are a piece of shit right now. The best part is so at least To when he was on teams they. You know, they made an impact in whatever division they were in, and they, you know, they made the playoffs and shit like that, you know? And yeah. even Chad Johnson for that, uh, in the same vein, you know, like he did some wild stuff too, and they made the yeah. they made the playoffs and all that jazz. And if it wasn't for a little shithead on, on the Steelers that one year, they probably would have made the Super Bowl uh, when, he, yeah. when he crawled into Carson Palmer. But <clears throat> Antonio yeah, Brown yeah. Antonio Brown is doing all this wild stuff, and then they're going to go 6-10 and 10 or less. Yeah. And then he's going to be butthurt. Yeah, he's going to be super mad. Is this, is this like a one-year? Tell me it's a one-year contract. No, it's uh, – I can't remember. It's – they signed him for, I think, three years, I think. Okay, so three-year contract. Maybe four. He's going to be trying to Julio Jones out of that contract when they go 6-10 and 10 this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you don't do all that stuff and then walk out on the field and get fucking wrecked. By everyone in your division, which we'll get yeah. into that in a little bit later, yeah. and uh, and then you don't, and then every interdivisional game you play, you just get fucking murdered, and then you beat like Buffalo, yeah, you know, <clears throat> at whatever stadium they might be playing. Exactly, at. like you need it. Like it's one of those things. Like act like you've been there or whatever. Like you ain't even there, cuzzy. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, you know, they had successes in, in, in Pittsburgh. They had some really good teams in Pittsburgh. <clears throat> but you ain't won a fucking Super Bowl, have you? Or has he? Has he? I think I think he did. Fuck. I think that was like his rookie year or something, I think. Oh, well, he was a rookie. He didn't matter. <clears throat> I think. Uh, keeping on the – anyway, Antonio Brown, piece of shit. And for that, like I said, he's really never done anything criminal-wise. But for that, I will not be drafting him. Okay, I'll take him. Uh, you have him. Yeah, I'll take him. You have him. I throw all of my morals out the window when it comes to drafting players. <laughs> uh, okay, who said Joe Mixon every year? Huh? I didn't draft Joe Mixon not because of no, the whole – I have. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah. I don't want I don't want pussy bitches on my team. Like, You just want guys that beat up women. <laughs> No. See, you're making me have to be the bad guy. <laughs> I want players that are going to – like, Antonio Brown's not going to slip because he's a little bitch. <laughs> I just think he's a little bitch, and he might just <laughs> off the fucking cuff on week three and be like, uh, I'm out. Well, well, for a man that hasn't taken one single snap for his new team with a brand-new coach and playbook, he's talking a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like – He's garnering yeah. a lot of media attention for a dude that hasn't taken one offensive snap for a brand new team. Speaking of people that have barely taken any snaps, the last thing I heard about Luck is he might be good week one. What That's, the fuck? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm I've already found my hill. I'm gonna die on. I am convinced that thirty years from now, <clears throat> when when he's retired and well into his Whatever age, I think I'm. I think I'm older than him. Yeah, I think you are. Fuck. Uh, anyways. Yeah, we're getting to that age, by the way. Okay, so 
So okay, so forty years when he's in. I'm his, older than Antonio Brown. Yeah. Okay. All right. In like forty years from now, when he's in his sixties, and I may or may not be dead, uh, <clears throat> it's gonna come out that like during the off season, he was he was a soldier of fortune for for like third world countries or something like that. Just a <laughs> a gun for hire mercenary type thing, and that's why he always had these mysterious injuries when he came into camp. And I'll I'll sit on that. Like I'll, I'll sit on that one. <laughs> okay. That's what I choose to believe. I cho- I refuse to believe that he was stepped off the curb and his calf exploded. I will say this, and I I, I I might be more high on him than you are, but I think you're you're okay. Like obviously you want Aaron Lewis to play because he's the next coming of Jesus. Yep. But you do have to cover with Seth. Crazy or not, I would argue he is one of the best backups, if not the best backup in the league. The fact that Jacoby Brissett, with all the... Besides Chase Daniels, besides Chase Daniels, of course. Oh, yeah, Chase Daniels, greatest backup of all time. Let's not... But the second best in the league, yeah. I would argue, to be Jacoby Brissett. Well, I just think it's hysterical that Jacoby Brissett did what he did last year, and uh, and you've got, like, some hot, steaming quarterbacks out there in the starting position, Yeah. and nobody tried. Nobody even tried to get him off the team, you know? No. It's not one of those things like, you know, uh, the, the Colts aren't going to shop him around because they've got the best backup, uh, you know. Yeah. So, but if a team came with some, you know, whatever, cash options or some. But see, uh, I don't think you would because of luck. You know what I'm saying? Like, luck has not proven to be able to play 16 games since his rookie year. Okay. So, you're going to hold on to But when I say you're going to hold on to said he's been in the – organization for what now four years three years uh yeah i think so three years yeah so i mean <laughs> he knows the books he knows the talent oh we built dorset by the way i want him on the team like for a long time i love jacoby yeah and, and it it's like the greatest security blanket you could have oh yeah it'd be like if if uh new england held on to ryan mallet you know like well, we did, and then <laughs> long story. Yeah, we did, and then he. I think we realized it's a long story. We get to realize that he's just a giant asshole. Yeah, well, that and <laughs> like he he was and he would have, he probably succeeded Matt Castle style in our organization, but if he'd have went to the Jets, he'd have been Tim Cash all over again. Yeah. What about that? Uh, I love that self-destruct button that they give to coach the coaching staff and like backup quarterbacks in New England. That's amazing, yeah, isn't right. it? Matt Castle fucking wins like what nine games in New England or something like that. He won ten that year. The year they missed the playoffs. Yeah, so ten games as the backup gets his gets his starting job does well, but then they hit the old red button and just. To be fair, that was one of the greatest teams. Defensive wise, that we ever had, and he still looked good though. He was producing. Oh yeah, yeah. He he did, he did. Oh, what's a good example? He managed very well. He was like a one thousand times better Blake Bortles, if that makes sense. Yeah, like defense was great. Had a couple weapons on, like running backs and stuff. Could manage. Could get you seven yards if you needed it. Yeah, maybe he was like a taller, paler 
Um, shit. I don't suck at names. Seahawks. Hasselback? Other Seahawk. The other Hasselback? Current Seahawk. Oh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I think both of them at one, not together, but I think they both played for the Seahawks. Were they brothers? The Hasselbacks. Uh, fucking David Hasselbeck or no uh, Hasselhoff. The one that's the fantasy guy now, Matt. No, that's the that was the quarterback. Maybe no, what was the, I can't remember. David. Oh, it's not David. Damn it. Anyway, it's enough talking about the Hasselbacks already. It's enough David talk. But if luck shows up week one for the Colts, I'll be happy. I. Being being from from the sidelines and being uh, what's the word I'm thinking realistic and all that stuff. I mean, maybe sitting week, you know, maybe sitting week one, unless it's a home game. You want to you know charge up those ticket sales. Well, I mean, it depends. I think they. I, I don't. I haven't checked your schedule or mine, but most most teams are starting off with like two division games in in three weeks. Shit, getting the ball rolling, literally. Some might be some rivalry games week one. That'd be cool. Yeah, I kind of wish they'd hold them off a little bit. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, you hear the buzz on the internet and radio and everything, man. Like everyone is ready for the kickoff. <sighs> yeah, I know, but like, it's the same thing with Kentucky. Like, I didn't like that Kentucky had the Louisville game week one. But that being said, it sucks when it's week of twelve or thirteen or whatever. And one's trash, one's not. Mm-hmm. If you sprinkle them in, in the middle, I think it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, it's you could do you could do half a dozen other whatever. Yeah, the it's thing six, is. yeah, six and one half dozen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 nobody. They're not. Everybody's not in good form yet. So you know, if if the Colts lose to the fucking. 49ers or some week one, it's not as big a deal if they lose to the fucking Titans week one because not everybody's, you know, in good form and that's already division loss. You know what I'm saying? Big fucking deal to me if we lose to the 49ers. No, but you know what I'm saying, though. You'd rather have that game. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> a meaningless, non-playoff uh, implicated game week one. Yes. Yeah. Not yes. meaningless, but no impact on your playoff chances. Yeah. Now, I am all for... As I say this, people not being ready, I'm all for the Pats playing the fucking Texans week one or whatever they're doing, the Steelers, and then, like, the Browns playing, like, the Texans or something, and then, like, the Vikings playing the Saints or something. I'm all for that shit. Yeah. Yeah, like big-time games. Because they're going to see them again probably in the playoffs, and you're knocking them out 17 weeks prior. Yep. I would love uh... – I would love to see like Indianapolis play Pittsburgh week one, just to see if my relationship could survive it. <laughs> it probably would be week one. Now, if you all meet, I, well, bro, if you all meet in the playoffs, <laughs> I'm going to host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's going to hang a mic between us. Uh, yeah, I'll do some commentary. <laughs> uh, and I, I think it almost goes for if like me, if, if we meet the Steelers again. <laughs> like, I think we should do that. <laughs> I had a sit down with her about her uh, going to going to sports bars and getting wrecked uh, habit. 
There's nothing wrong with it. No. As long as you got some my, somebody that can at least calm you down or somebody Well, that my can, biggest thing is is she does it. She doesn't tell me how wrecked she gets, and then she drives home. So. Oh yeah, that part. So that's what I'm trying to avoid. So this year I'm either just, I'm either just gonna have to. Let her, we'll make her Uber there by that. There is an Uber in Georgetown. I found that out. Yes, there is. I told you there was. Oh, a long yeah. time ago. That's where I found it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was charging a very modest a price to take us to Rose and Jam's back. That's not. And bad. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down with that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, there's more. There's more football talk. We got plenty more football talk. Um, <laughs> Rashad Matthews retired. Wide receiver was drafted by the Tennessee Titans and was pretty pretty okay. Um, I think he, I think he was on the Saints and they got let go and he was like, eh, Man. I had one good contract, got some money, I'm good. I could see him coming back as like a assistant wide receivers coach or something like that. Yeah. As long as, uh, so if you get one good contract, as long as you move your money the right way to where it makes money for you, yeah. you, you know, if you know you're not good enough to make the max deal yeah, and you're not getting on a team that's going to take you to the Super Bowl or anything like that, fuck it. Yeah. Save your body, especially if your money's making money, you know? Yeah. And I think he has a decent head on his shoulders, so I think he'd be all right. Well, happy retirement, um, Richard Matthews. Huh? I said happy retirement, Richard Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> the other one, which is funnier, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not, Chandler Catanazero. No. Kicker. Used to be from the Cardinals, went somewhere else, and then he was signed for the Jets. So the Jets let uh, Myers go uh, because somebody else was trying to buy him, and they're like, no, nah, we're good. We're good. We'll, we'll just call somebody else in. <laughs> Cat, you know, preseason. Uh, he had a rough preseason, let's say that. Mm-hmm. Missed two extra points. Abruptly retired at the at the end of the game. <laughs> he was like, nope, I'm going to find out something else with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he didn't um, retire mid-game. like. Uh... Yeah, I know. But it reminded me of that. I uh, can't remember his name off the top of my head, but that was great. Yeah. Uh, that was during the season, actually. It was week yeah. one or anything. I can't remember <laughs> who it was, but yeah, it was hilarious. Miami Dolphins. Uh, shit, he played for. He also played for years too. But no, it was. Uh, no, he was with the Bills. Bills, yeah, Bills. I'm sorry. I think he actually did play for the Dolphins too, but Probably. when he retired, it was for the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the best ever. Like we're getting our ass. Time. We're getting our ass beat. I'm going home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm tired. I'm just tired. And Captain Zero is like, there's no point. He's just like, because I think he did sign like a pretty decent contract, I think, uh, with the Cardinals. So like, and I think when he got switched over to the Bucks or whatever team he was on, it carried over. So he got like, he got like 12, 13 mil out of the deal. That's not bad. So, I mean. That's nothing to sneeze at. I just love these new abrupt things where like, man, I fucking suck them out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I do, yeah. I love it. I love get I love the guys that get it and get out and then like and then I love the like like what you were talking about, the guys that have self awareness. They're just like, This ain't yeah. my league, guys. 
<clears throat> Damn it. I keep coughing. Uh, that was good. Thanks again. Yeah. Uh, so you are in war-torn Covington working again uh, on the airport. What's going on now? Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, I don't know for our listeners. I don't know if you've ever been to CBG, but it's mainly a hub now, more or less, for businesses. Um, Amazon is currently building their emporium out here, $300 million. They're building a fulfillment center there? They're building something out here, and it's fucking huge. Um, I think it's going to be the main hub, officially the main hub now. Wow. And uh, DHL's main hub's here still. Um. But anyway, for the listeners, there's four runways out here. Um, oh, at the airport? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, we, this is the same as what I was last time. I'm on the runways, whatever, blah, blah. Right. Uh, there's three that run north and south, and then there's the big, there's a two-mile one that runs west-east. Hey, I only draft planes that run for, uh, north and south. What was that again? I only draft planes that run uh, north and south. Okay. So a running back joke. Okay. <laughs> oh, All right, strike out for me from midst of now. Yeah, it was a stretch. I am well. I am giving you a the smallest of bunch singles ever. I'll take it. Uh, so anyway, runway nine two seven, which is run was the one that runs west to east, is in uh, pretty rough shape. And that's what I was, I was on the same one last year, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're on, we're in the main intersection of, uh, of the two main runways. And this is where all these big, huge, um, 7,097s or whatever they're called, the big fucking planes that are sized of like buildings. Yeah. Like huge buildings take off. Yeah. Yeah. We need a certain time in between where we'll fall. Well, anyway, we're in the middle and just. No big deal. Going about our business. And then our escort runs up. He's a firefighter. He drives up real fast. He's like, we got to go. Emergency, <laughs> emergency plane coming in. So we start like running, scrambling. Because we have our total station set up and all that stuff. So I go get the backside. Homer go get the total station. And then he's like, come on, go, go, go. I'm like, shit, this is about to get real. <laughs> so as we get off... We get off on the uh, the main west to east one because they're going to come in on the uh, the main one that runs north and south. And so as we pull off, we're like we're only like two hundred feet away, mm-hmm. maybe. So we turn our cars and park. Our lights are on, whatever you know. About this time, there's three fire stations out here, and it's a big airport. They all unload. Like everything they have. Oh my come out. god. And then so for like miles, all you see is just in every direction, firefighters, police officers, C V G personnel. I mean as many LED lights as you can think of. Red, blue, yellow, green, everything. So we're like, shit. <laughs> Something's going down. So we're the the guy that's escorting us, he's a firefighter and he has a radio so he can talk to the tower. And he was like we go, Homer goes over and asks him, and he's like, uh, he's like, all I know is engine failure. So we're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. So obviously, I don't want to see people die. Right. But I'm thinking, there's 
about to be a motherfucking fireball come down this <laughs> damn and then just destroy all life. And then we're going to like, it's going to be like a scene out of a fucking movie or something like that. So we're all impatiently waiting. Us, the firefighters on the other side of the runway, cops everywhere. Shit's getting real. I've smoked like five cigarettes in like 10 minutes. It's, it's insane. Because <laughs> I'm thinking too, like, oh shit, I might have to come, come in and help. Like, what am I to do? Yeah. And Homer's getting a little jacked too. He's, you know, he's like, I've seen this before. But then, like, I look at him, he's over like staring everywhere. So, <laughs> here comes the plane. The plane's rolling in, and you can see a little smoke coming out of one of the engines. And we're like, oh, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, something's about to happen. So I'm starting to get like scared, like hearts pumping, all this stuff. Like, and then it was, it was windy, but it wasn't windy enough that it would affect the trajectory of the plane, like it rolling and stuff. Yeah. But this plane was rolling. Oh my so God. So I was like, oh my God. <clears throat> so, and then as, as most people, I hope they know, the engines are also used to slow down a plane once it lands. Yeah. And if one's out, Let's all do the math here. You use that one to slow down. It might kick the plane sideways with it. Yeah. So all this is going through my head. So this plane's coming down. It's waving a little bit. And, like, all the cops and stuff are creeping up a little bit. And he goes to land this thing. And he lands it in mid, like, whatever. Pilot was fucking amazing. Lands it, drops it. Everything's okay. Nice. Nothing happened. Nothing at all happened. Not a damn thing happened. <laughs> they brought out 65 fucking units. The engine, what happened, he had an engine failure and he shut it off. When he shut it off, it caught something on fire, but not bad enough, just enough to smoke something. Yeah. Dude rolls out, 10 minutes, everybody's gone. Hey, good response, though. Dude, I got so jacked, and then <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> It was like an Air Canada Express or something like that. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> like, I was wanting something to happen, but like nobody died. Just everybody be, you know. <clears throat> yeah. But it was still crazy, though. Like, the way everybody mobilized and stuff. And like, I was, I realized, too, because I can tell you stories for a different day. I, I can't put it on air because yeah. I think it listens. But shit like that, like, it's not supposed to happen. So when it does happen, like it's a, it, it's a experience, I guess. Yeah. So I thought we were going to be in the middle of it. And I was like, Oh, it's about to go down. My God. I, I can't even that imagine dude, that pilot, that dude fucking land the plane. This is a big old plane, dude. Yeah. And he, he, Oh, I, I shit my, I almost shit my pants just fucking watching. What if, uh, so did they, I mean, did it taxi into the terminal, or did they offload people on the tarmac? Oh, yeah, it was a cargo plane is what it was, but, like... Oh, so it had, uh, it had goods on it instead of people. It taxied, it, it taxied a little bit. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> the plane... Pretend the, paint, the plane's like a laser pointer, and then pretend the firefighters are a bunch of, like, cats. <laughs> so, like, the plane would move, and then, like, all these huge fire trucks would drive, like, really fast, like, hundred feet and it stopped. Yeah. And then they all like started circling it. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then it taxied a little bit, stopped, talked to the uh air traffic control, taxi a little more, stopped, 
and then like collectively like 65 units followed it to a safe place and then inspected all that wall. Wow. But it was uh it was a sight to see. I bet least. dude for those moments like before, you know, you knew that there wasn't gonna be a big goddamn crash, I bet that was just the highest level of intensity. Well, and see, like, even, like, we were sitting with a firefighter, because they do all the escort and stuff, mm-hmm. and he, he was over here eating his fucking salad. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but she was uh, technically off-duty, uh, but it was just funny, because, like, I mean, he probably sees this shit all the time. Well, the other story that I can tell you, yeah. So, like, they see this shit on the regular. But, like, dude, I was like, because, like, it was one of those things like, okay, what if it's a passenger plane with like 300 people on it and like there's only like a 60 fucking firefighters? Do we need to go over and help? Because I'm not wanting to sit by and not help, you know? Yeah, well, big, like, yeah, big thing. Like, you don't go help unless someone specifically says, hey, you come with me. Oh, yeah, I know that. But like, I've, I've, I've seen car accidents happen in front of me and stuff like that and got out and stopped traffic and went over to get somebody pulled people out of burning vehicle before, but like, it's just one of those things like you don't know it's going to happen and you don't know how you're going to respond. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, adrenaline kicked in tenfold <laughs> and I thankfully, yes, thankfully nothing happened, but it was just, I, that's the first time I've had that experience with a plane. Jeez. <laughs> Which doesn't have my fear of planes. Any at all. That would have sucked ass for me because, like, if I get nervous or I'm anticipating or anything like that, I just start telling jokes. Yeah. <laughs> You'd ran the room out, son. <laughs> yeah. It would have not been good for me to be like, hope it's not a Muslim pilot or something, you know? Like, <laughs> mm. Yeah, it would have been bad. <laughs> it would have been a bad situation. I probably would have gotten fucking hauled off in a cop car. But I, I just didn't realize it. Like, I didn't realize it. Like, I... I sit there cheaping cigarettes <laughs> and just like my, I, my, my hair on my like leg or my arms were standing. Like I had cold chills. Like I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> Cause it's one thing if you see a car wreck or something like that, or you come up, even come up on a car wreck. It's another thing if somebody's like, there's going to be an emergency landing here. Get the fuck out of the way. And then you see like 85 fucking people ready for something bad to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like in a, in a car accident, I mean, that, uh, you know, the entire uh, moment and then aftermath is an eternity, but the actual moment is just a flash in the pan. Yeah. Unpredictable, you know, like no one's calling down the road and saying, <clears throat> hey, unit 5542, yeah. this car's about to fucking wreck. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's just wild. That's nuts. I don't know. Like I, that being said, I don't want that experience again. Like it was nerve wracking, and I would have probably been there, I would have been probably helpless. Yeah, you know, in theory. But like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to wish that on anybody, man. It was no. it was it was a bad time. It was I, interesting, but it was yeah. I know. I can just picture you like, I mean, if if the worst had happened, I can just kind of picture you just like pacing. They're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, what do I do? What, what do I have? What, what do I do? Where do I stand? Yeah, like you need somebody to help lift some people, or you need yeah, help yeah. somebody to get that mm. that big catch people from the fucking slide. Like, what do you need? Can I go down the slide? Yeah, all right. Dude, the funniest part about it was is the guy, the firefighter, was off duty. I mean, just in 
in his fucking salad, dude. <laughs> like, there was a couple times I looked over and he had like a big bowl and he had the bottle of fucking wishbone Italian dressing with him. <laughs> wishbone. Wishbone. And like, I looked over and he had his seat leaned back and then like, I looked over and he was like, had his fork in his mouth and just took the bottle and added more to the salad. <laughs> and then I stirred it up a little bit. I was like, I don't even know what to think right now. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's what... He was like, fuck it, I'm off duty. Yeah, fuck it. Being off duty in like an emergency situation, like, hey, he's probably in reserve too, right? So, See, that's what I was wondering. I was like, I'm wondering if he's like going to kick in and be like, "Mm, I need to go. Yeah. I imagine they have like waves of of help. Oh, dude. Based on this situation. Like I said, there's there's three massive fire stations out there. And I don't know if you've ever seen a airport fire truck. Those things are nine times different level than fucking your average fire truck. Well, they got to do that foam, right? They don't do just straight water. Well, yes, they do that. But, like, they're, like, imagine the biggest engine you've seen, like, in Lexington or Georgetown or something like that. Yep. Add monster truck tires to it <laughs> times, like, ten, and then put about six more foot wider. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these things are just rolling fucking tanks basically so they're like the fire truck equivalent of a guy that wears a like a fox hat and listens to rap music in his dodge no this is a this is the no close this is the equivalent of the dude that goes in see but then also by steroids. oh yeah just beefy beefcake shout out to our listeners to the steroid. yeah shout out steroid users uh you guys are making us Normal sized ball people feel really good. Yeah, I'm alright with it. Better ball. I'm alright with it. Yeah, I'm good with my balls. <laughs> my balls are big. I want them going even smaller. <laughs> oh, uh, so I want to ask you a question, and then okay. I'll I'll explain it. I just want to ask: Are you nervous? No. We're going back to football. Are you nervous? Now I am. Tom Dick. Tom Brady is selling his house in New England. You think oh he's... yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so sign number one, yeah, sign number on one of a of a player leaving his team is they get rid of the real estate. Okay, I, I want to hear your opinion on this real quick. <laughs> no, I have a. No, what are your I, thoughts on this? No, I'm being I'm being a realist about it. The dude, I don't know how many I I. I listened to another podcast that covered this and they, they talked about like the amount of property that he owns. Yeah. And yeah, he could do, he, he could do away with a house. That's okay. Like people, people are making this story way bigger than it has to be. Oh yeah. Uh, so the, the worst thing that I hate probably more than anything is people that have a job at ESPN or Yahoo or something like that or pro football talk bleacher report that are, or Bleacher, yeah, that's a good one. That just gas bag. And when I say gas bag, I mean like the, like somebody saying Aaron Rodgers is going to throw six touchdowns and 47 interceptions and they're going to go 0-16 and stand behind it. Yeah, Like you're just trying to get somebody to react to you. So driving home, because uh, the, the house has been on sale for like a week or something now, I think. But – Driving back to the hotel from the Warcorn CBG, mm-hmm. I don't know what channel I was on, but it was some gas bag on some whatever. 
and legit with the with the, as 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 serious as could be. They're like, so this means Tom Brady's going to Las Vegas next year. <laughs> Dude, I almost wrecked the fucking truck. Like, I almost wrecked the work truck. I was like, are you fucking high? And that dude's going to get, like, like triple his tweets or something tonight. He just extended his contract. Why in God's name would you think he was going to another team? The guy was like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, go this ahead. Is the first year, this is first year with Antonio Brown and Derek Carr. They've not extended Derek Carr's fucking blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, how do you have a syndicated show and make triple what I do right now? Hey. This is not fair. Everybody is everybody is playing catch up to Howard Stern on the radio. Agree, but well, that's a different story for a different day. But like, people like listen to that and they're like, "No, we're good with this hire." Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like it blows my mind. That's it. it dude, all it is, all it is, is and. Uh, I mean, we can talk about it at length on another episode or something like that. But yeah. I mean, just to summarize it up, is <clears throat> when you have when 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 someone gives you your own show, like if you're a, and I'm not trying to toss people under the bus or anything, but like uh, Colin Coward or uh, Skip Bayless type, they don't necessarily care whether you're right. They yeah. just want they want interaction. So if no, you get, they, yeah, they were they were jacked when ESPN dropped you, like because yeah. they they got to get you, like yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you're right because it's all speculation <laughs> at this point. We could all say, "Oh, Tom Brady's selling his house; he must be moving to Mars." You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. super easy because if it's wrong, we were just like, "Ah, oh, you know, I really thought he was going to." But so long as us saying he's moving to Mars gets people to click and download and listen and blah, 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 and you sell ad space on whatever website you're on or, or, or radio show you have, that's all they give yeah. a fuck. It's the bottom dollar. So <clears throat> when, when guys like that, the uh, uh, opinion guys, now there's opinion guys that actually really back their shit up. Yes, there is. And then there's other guys that are just like, yeah, go fuck yourself when they say it. Yeah, so there's opinion guys that actually back their stuff up. They do the work or they have someone do the research and they come up, they form an educated opinion on something. But when you have the when you have the wild cards out there that just sling out uh, uh, a big... That garbage. A big, like, cast net just to, you know, whatever. Yeah of an opinion and, that all they, all they care is selling the ad space and getting the views and clicks and all that real quick. I got about a 30 second to a minute rant. So it was an NBC sports person. I don't know who it was. Well, I don't mind Dan Patrick, but I know he's on NBC sports, but like this was some person. It was on NBC sports. That being said, Fox sports picks up everybody's trash. I like Fox, but they pick up everybody's trash. Jason Whitlock. Have you ever heard him talk? No. Do you know what Uncle Tom is? Yes. Okay, he's that, and he's bad at it. Like, <laughs> he is a horrible fucking person, and he does those fucking takes, and he ruins shit. Like, people like him should not be able to fucking talk. And that Fox is paying him a fortune. But even negative replies, like if you if you went on his blog or his article or even called into his show, and gave him that. I mean, just gave him a whole fist. True. They still understand that, they man. They still win, you know. But you, but you don't. You realize how many like profound uh, African Americans have come out and been like, "Fuck you, motherfucker." 
And I don't blame him after you hear some of the shit he says. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I guess you just really care about that fucking check, don't you, bro? OJ? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but, I like, mean. Like, that's, whatever. It's, it's sad. People hire people to get that, and that's, that's sad. It's but sad. It's but true. It's a, it's a win-win situation because if they get response, if they get positive responses from listeners and readers, that's a win. If they get negative responses from from uh, listeners and readers, so responses. It's yeah. still responses, and it's a win. What's the saying? Uh, any publicity is good publicity. Yep. That's the saying is. Yep, that's the that's the old saying. That's the saying that we're banking on. <laughs> yeah, well, true, but even that man, like, for all right. So, Fox Fox is is always trying. Look, I'm not. You you know my feelings about ESPN and certain things. Mm-hmm. But everybody's playing catch up to ESPN. They want to buy anybody they can from ESPN in hopes to be better than ESPN. As much as ESPN is garbage in certain ways, it's never going to happen. It's the same thing as WWE. Yeah. I mean, people are close, have been close, but it's never going to happen. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's just it's a it's a machine. It's it's yeah. Uh, uh, it's a it's a Ford Motor Company or General Motors. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's yeah. just too big. I just I hate that people don't like because there's people I hate like Stephen A. Smith. I hate him, and I don't like I don't give him props or anything like that. Just sometimes where I listen to Levitar's show, he comes on right after, so I'll hear some of his crap and I can't stand it. But like people like Doug Gottlieb or. If anytime fucking uh, Whitlock's on or something like that, I will change the fucking channel because everything that comes out of their mouth is just fucking absolute trash. Doug, like absolute trash. Doug Gottlieb, I'm convinced, does not watch college basketball. I don't think he watches sports. <clears throat> like, period. But I want, like, I want look, that job. We went on. We went on that too far. My bad. That could be a different story for a different day, and I would love to have Nate's opinion on that. Shit, oh, but, it'll happen again. We'll have to talk about yeah. it again. Because, I mean, man, I have a lot of problems with a lot of people, but Jason Whitlock is the worst goddamn Uncle Tom ever, and he's a piece of shit, like straight-up piece of shit. Yeah. And and Fox pays him a lot of money, and it's unfortunate. Super unfortunate. But, sorry. All right. If everybody could just be Jim Nance, it'd be better. You go to hell. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> We're done here. All right, so last week... We're continuing our four-part series leading up to the NFL season. Last week, we, we went over the AFC and NFC North divisions mm-hmm. uh, rankings for our early, uh, you know, uh, cover of the book prediction for the for the division. This week, we're moving to the AFC and NFC West divisions. That's right. And for the what? oh no, go ahead. Do you we we need to put Mr. Thandles picks in for the North? Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Last week we got into contact with Nate. We actually do have pretty good contact with him. It's just that it's not enough to have him on the show and things like. And and also we're not try we don't try to infringe on his job that he has to do there because he has a very important job he has to do defending our freedom. Uh, yeah. So when when we do contact him, we try to get some little tidbits for him for to put on the show, and we got his. Uh, input on the NFC and AFC North divisions, and Corey, you have those notes, so why won't you go ahead and uh, let us know? All right, so I'll do I'll do the picks first, and then I'll do some of his um, 
like blurb on it. All right. Did we go four to one? We went, yeah, we went four to one. All right. Number four, he is picking the Steelers. This is AFC North. Yes, AFC. I'm sorry. AFC North. All right. Number four, he is the Steelers. Number three is the Ravens. Number two is the Bengals. And number one, he has the Browns. God. I don't know how. Well. <laughs> so, all right. Let's see. I'm not one the Browns to. Browns are clear favorite. I'm not one to shit on a guy when he's not here, but having Cincy at, <laughs> having Cincy at number two, that's that's tough. Yeah. And the worst part is he didn't explain it. He explains uh-huh. everything else except that. He's being... So he says, the Steelers have a lot of good players, including our very own Benny Snell, who is impressed all summer. Likely won't pay them much this year, but he will make an impact when he's in the game. I think Big Ben isn't capable of winning games anymore. <clears throat> so I have them finishing last. That leaves us with Baltimore. Young QB, young QB looking good to make a name. I think the Ravens finished third in the division. Nothing. Nothing about the Bengals. <laughs> So I think that was a typo. No. Or at least I really hope it was. He's pulling a Colin Coward on is what he is. Yeah. All right. NFC North. Um, He's at the, he calls them the kitty cats, but he's at the Lions at number four. (laughs) The Pack at three. Vikings at two and the Bears, the Bears at one. That's pretty good. I mean, I think that's uh, pretty the the consensus across the board. Yeah, I think that. Well, I had pack four, but yeah. I mean, and he all right. He'll say that we all know about the Bears. Blah blah. His Green Bay spill was Green Bay should probably finish last, but another another UK boy, Big Z on the D line, and Aaron Rodgers will do just enough to be better than the Lions. Which means they will win three or four games. That's pretty fair. <clears throat> he says they win three or four games. I think the Lions will win more than that. So I think the Lions are at least a five-win team. But so that's his picks. <clears throat> so so now now we're moving to the West divisions, and we'll start out with the NFC West, which consists of the Los Angeles Rams, the Seattle Seahawks. The 49ers of San Francisco and the Arizona Cardinals. Very nice. That was my Brad Nessler. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Thank you. It probably would have been better with my headphones on and in live studio. but Yeah. Uh, and also, I've got a little bit of a cough. So, I mean, you know. And also, I haven't played a college football game since 2012. Thank you, NCAA and Players Association, for that. Fucking bastard. Oh, wait. But the players get $150 and a pack of smokes. So, it works out. Yeah, they get a meal plan and... And some book and some book bastards. I'm so mad about that. Anywho, uh, I'll go first. Good. I got uh, Cardinals finishing last. Are we doing back, 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 or are you going all? I'll go. Way? I'll go ahead. Go all the way. Okay, I, I could. I got the Cardinals at four in fourth. I've okay. got the Forty ers in third. Okay. Uh, are we positive that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play Week One? Yes. Yeah, he's good. Okay, so. My reasoning behind having them at third and not higher is uh, there's there's still some pieces missing, and uh, and I feel like they yeah. I feel like they're rebuilding a defense that they traded off a while ago. Okay. Um, I got the Seahawks at two. Uh, 
they don't have enough offensive weapons, and their offensive line is atrocious. Uh, for okay. because uh, uh, God damn it, I just forgot his name again. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. The Sears poor bitch. The poor. The poor man. Every snap he has to scramble for his fucking life, and that's a problem. Pretty much, yeah. And then I got Rams winning her, uh, because I had Rams in my Fab Five last week of uh, Super Bowl uh, contenders. Uh, I mean, you can't be a Super Bowl contender and not dominate your uh, division unless you're the New York Giants and David Tyree. It <clears throat> dick. <laughs> All right, what does your NFC West division look like? Right after that. So uh, we'll we'll talk more about a couple teams. But I have the Seahawks at four. Oh. I have the Cardinals at three. I have the 49ers at two, and I had the Rams obviously at number one. Okay, all right. I think the Rams, the Rams is pretty much cut and dry. Yeah, it's cut and dry. The reason I had the Seahawks at four is they have some decent runners. Chris Carson quietly <laughs> had a phenomenal year last year. Um, they have a bunch of other guys too, but like you said, their O line's not that good. You're forgetting that all the defense is gone. Yeah, I forgot Bobby about Wagner. that. Like Cam Chancellor is gone too, isn't he? Yeah, Bobby Wagner's the only one there left. Fuck. So their defense is trash, too. And I also think, and I'll get into the Cardinals here in a little bit, I think the new Cardinals with Texas Tech uh, offense is going to fucking mind fuck all of Seattle's defense. All right. Um, the reason I had the 49ers number two is because I think everybody comes back healthy. They lost Jarrett McKinnon last year. They got Carr. Mm, they got somebody else. Okay. So their running backs, they have, they have a running back committee similar to the Patriots that are all capable of completing. They have decent wide receivers that are all coming back as well. They have George Kittle had a breakout year. He will not. He won't do what he did last year. I mean, he's got to come back down to earth. But yeah. And then Jimmy G's back with a full year. Uh, full preseason. I want. I think they get their shit together. I want to see Jimmy G play a full year because I want. I just want to see it. I want to see it so bad because he can be special. Yeah, and they've been. Their. I mean, their defense is not going to be the best at all. Um, but I think it'll be good enough that as long as the offense, it's like Jaguars on crack. <clears throat> well, no, that's a bad. That's a bad example. Yep. It's uh, come back to me. It'll be like Peyton Manning's Colts, where they played with the lead. Sure, let's go with that. Yeah, that's a lot better than mine. Um, I think, I think, especially home games. I think they get up, they'll be good. Yeah. Um, back to the Cardinals real quick. This, uh, this, I don't like new things. As much as most people do, like as far as like new teams, let's see what happens. People give them hype, you know. Oh, this, that, that. I think where Tyler Murray came from that offense, uh, Cliff Kingsbury can do the offense. David Johnson can run that offense. And it's not so fast-paced. It's fast-paced, but it's not fast enough to where the defense is going to die because they have to go back on the field so much. Yeah. I think it's it, – if done right, could be a perfect combination. 
Now you think, and I almost put them at two, yeah, but I didn't because so, they were atrocious last year. So you said earlier that they're running a Texas Tech style offense. That's like a spread kind of vertical offense, right? It's just it's spread, it's spread, flat out. I mean, we've seen in the past, like, uh, uh, God bless. What's his name with the Eagles tried to run spread and it didn't. Well, didn't work. His problem was his. The problem with Chip Kelly is thank you. I didn't know that offense was good and his plan was fine and it worked, except the defense one wasn't. It was a it was a mediocre defense at best, but they had no time to fucking sit on the fucking bench and get like rest. Yeah, and also as fast as they run those plays, the defense had to go back on. So if if for some reason they ran twelve of those plays in like a minute and a half. And then didn't get a first down, but so if you're not scoring on that, it's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, another thing too is like, and I, I may have said this on the podcast in years past. If not, I've said it out loud to someone, but I mean, Chip, Chip Kelly went in with this, with this college playbook and I'm assuming whoever the hell the coach is at the Cardinals is, is doing the same. Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. Doing the same deal man, by the way. with this. Okay. Texas Tech offense, it's really hard to take a college playbook into the NFL. And basically, so in college, those kids are there under under scholarship, uh, you know, and they're, they're, they're owned by the school, basically, right? In yeah. NFL, you're playing with young men who are adults who get paid money and telling them that they have to <clears throat> strain to the, like, brink of exhaustion – to a guy that's making more money than you is really, yeah. really tough. Well, all right. So the only reason why I think Cliff Kingsbury and this thing will work is because I'm going to give you some names of quarterbacks that he's dealt with. Most notably, Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Baker Mayfield. Oh. Case Keenum. Ooh. And there's somebody else I'm missing. Oh. On the golf range. Not golf, but it's on on that type of range. Got it. So, but just take the first two. Yeah. Well, hell, he was Holmes' coach. Holmes coach. So, like, we seen Mahomes come in and just fuck everybody in the ass with no lose. Like, I know it'll go down, but like, it's a different style, and I think finally now somebody can actually coach it. Right. I was about to say you're gonna have to. You can take that offense in the NFL, but you gotta change. You gotta cater it to in it uh, to NFL personnel. Meaning, yes, and you also have to have the pieces. Yeah, you're not going to get plays every 12 seconds. Like that's just no. not going to happen. No, and I, they don't do that. So here, well, football savvy people that listen to the show will know this too. This is a little bit different than Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly wanted a account he's going to do the crap where you just line up to the fucking uh line and probably wait pull peyton manning get up there real fast and then wait a little bit or get up there real fast and then run it real fast yeah it's always going to be kind of hurry up but it's it's controlled hurry up if that makes any sense at all yeah <clears throat> I mean that's all fine and dandy, but like if you complete a, a twenty yard pass and your big fat fatties run up to the line of scrimmage, I mean they need a breather. 
True. So you're gonna have to go That's under. That's when you hand it off to big fucking David Johnson. Yeah, but your big fat fatties are the key part of that. Yes, but like pass blocking, rush blocking is very different, as most people know. Yeah, rush blocking is way worse. I know, but if you just pitch it out, they can give up. We'll see. We will see. We will see. Week one. They might be trash. I don't know. But I'll have a full full breakdown week one. There's a lot of people on that team that I wouldn't mind having on fantasy. Yeah? Like who? Yeah. Uh, depending on what type of league you're in, I would take Kyler Murray as a quarterback. I want to draft him before you do. Uh, David Johnson, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't believe in him because he's hurt, whatever, blah, blah. Yep, I'll draft him for He quietly you. had a top 10 year last year. All right. I'll draft him. Uh, and then you have Larry Fitzgerald, who's fucking amazing human being and is still healthy and is running the slot. Yep. I'll, I'll draft him before you do. You have Christian Kirk, who my keeper a few years ago, college keeper from Texas A&M, who is amazeballs. Mm-hmm. I'll draft you. You have the other Josh Brown that can run like a 4-2. John, I'm telling you, man. I'll they, got some, they got some pieces there. Yeah, I'll draft They got a couple tight ends that are better than any tight end that we have on our team right now. Yep, I'll draft all those players before you do. So you're running the Arizona Cardinals and T.Y. Hilton. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, whoever. So much Cardinals talk. That, that was more Cardinals talk than Arizona ESPN. <laughs> All right, let's move over to the AFC West. In the AFC West, we have the Los Angeles Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs. The are they still in LA? Who? Who? The, oh, the the only team. Well, they just on. moved to LA. Okay, let's do this again. <clears throat> yeah. a- AFC West, you have the Los Angeles Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Denver Broncos, and where New are they? Place. Are they it's in a, Oakland? This last year. Dude, it's literally like with that team, you throw a dart at a map of California, and that's where they are. <laughs> as as I was hoping you would get St. Louis and San Diego wrong. But, yeah. I did say. No, I said Los Angeles. Hell, yeah. No, you did. Me. You said Los Angeles right both times. Look at me. But, like, California, like, it's a fucking orgy of teams. Like, whoever comes out on top of that orgy, like, that dominated the most, they're like, all right, we get a team. Now move out. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And the Napa Valley Raiders. Yeah, they'll be Vegas next year. Oh. I almost said Vegas. Vegas. Got it. Anywho, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. All right, you want my take yeah. on it? Here it comes. Boom. Uh, coming in. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Very nice. Coming in dead last <clears throat> is the Denver Broncos. That team is a murder scene. Well, uh, I thought we were gonna be I thought we were gonna be different on this, but no. Right, that that team is a fucking murder scene. Uh <laughs> coming in third, I like the Raiders. Yeah. Well definitely on that. Well, I was thinking. I was actually thinking about one and two. I knew I wanted the Raiders at three, but then my brain uh tried to jump ahead of my mouth. Yeah, um, let's look at Huh? Said so you motherfucker, we're gonna talk about this division. A little bit. Uh and then at two, I like the Chiefs, and at one I like the Chargers. So you're cold, you're pulling a Corey from last year. Yeah, I'm pulling for a Chargers. 
Okay. Which is funny. I have, uh, which is funny because I hate that team. Yeah, you do. I love uh, Philip Rivers, but I hate that team. I have the Broncos at four, the Raiders at three, and I thought about it, but the Chargers at two, and the Chiefs at one. All right. And real quick, who'd you have in the NFC West? <laughs> Rams. I did uh, Rams one. Uh, Rams. Seahawks. Rams one. Yeah. Rams, Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals. Okay. All right. Back to the better conference. <laughs> all right. So we agree that there's a large dumpster fire in Denver. Yeah. Um, can we all, can we agree on this? As good of John Elway as the, uh, was a quarterback, he is worse than Michael Jordan at being a fucking person running shit. He 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 got lucky with fucking Peyton Manning. Let's get yeah, serious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he he like every you know blind uh, blind blind uh, squirrel finds a nut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan didn't do that, so he uh, he bought the nut. But yeah, Elway is just above Jordan as a GM because Elway did make the one good move as a GM and signing Peyton Manning, which probably wasn't really that fucking hard if you think about it, because they had he walked into the best defense, arguably of the of the mid to or the two early two twenty tens. Oh yeah, Denver was if not up there or if it wasn't the number one, it was yeah. close. So the twenty tens, uh Dem- Denver definitely had an all defensive team. So and LA walked into that Afterwards, and, and and so then Peyton was like, "Hmm, I really don't have to try that hard. They've got the <laughs> they got the best goddamn defense in the league." I know he's your boy, but the goddamn hit a horrible year. Yeah, he played shitty. In the Super Bowl that they lost, he played atrocious. I mean, that was embarrassing. And then yeah. the Super Bowl that they won, he really wasn't that good. It wasn't Trent Dilfer, but it was. No, it wasn't well, Trent Dill. Well, well, we could, we, could, we might have to pull up the stats on that one. I don't know. Worst two quarterbacks ever. We got to do that one. Good lord! Uh, but no, absolute dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. I mean that that organization is is there's there there's a term called beyond help. That is the Denver Broncos right now. Yeah, super jack for Von Miller to take a pay cut and either come to the Patriots or the Colts or something like that. Yeah, or just keep. Farming his chickens. <laughs> I've watched a few of those videos. It's awesome. Yeah, Bob Miller's an awesome dude. He is a great guy. I would love to hang out with him. I bet he'd be a hoot. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's move on to the Raiders then real quick. Do you still – do we know what's going on? Do we know what's – I mean, we talked earlier, obviously, about their new franchise wide receiver who's a fucking bitch. Moron. But – they also got Josh Jacobs, who people say he didn't start for Alabama. That's trash. Damian Harris didn't start. Josh Jacobs was the fucking workhorse. Damian Harris can go to hell, even though he's on the New England Patriots. Okay. But I think that running back is going to be a fucking workhorse. He is a Saquon Barkley light, like a very light Saquon Barkley. But he moves kind of like him. And then you got Derek Carr. Problematic. And then a defense that's not the worst defense. It's better than Broncos. Yeah. Problematic Derek Carr. 
Man, he had a hell of a year. It's like second year. I won't. Well, I won't say problematic. Injury prone. <laughs> yeah, injury prone. Yeah. Not his fault. If, injury prone. He just is. If he didn't get hurt. If he didn't get hurt that one year, that one year it was Carson Palmer all over again. They looked real good that year. They were going places. Fucking John, I remember he cried on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Uh, on behalf of the Indianapolis Colts, I would like to apologize to Raiders fans. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We did not mean to break his leg. It just happened. <laughs> what happened? What happened was uh, his foot was there. And it was just the angle of the leg. And I failed. It was just the angle of the leg. Uh, and then a top two. Yeah, let's get into this a little well, bit. Well, I went with uh, I went with just kind of like a, what do you want to call it? Hot take pick here. It's easy to all just. Right, so it's easy. You, it's, uh, real it's, quick, real quick. If you had, if you had to pick, I'm assuming you pick the Chargers to win the division, and obviously, and then the Chiefs. But do you have them both at like eleven and five or something? I've got like them. Four? I've got them neck and neck. If they play each other in in, uh, I mean, they will play each other in the latter part of the season. But if they play each other in the final week of the season, it's going to def- decide the division. Yeah, and you got Chiefs at Arrowhead, and then you got the Chargers at the, whatever local high school they're playing at. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if they had a fan base. That'd be nuts, wouldn't it? They have they win when they play like fucking high school stadiums. Well, they ha- they have a fan base. It's just down south in San Diego. Yeah, that's true. All right, so yeah, all right, so even so, you're doing this based on right now too that Gordon might not even be on that team. Yeah. So you think? What, so all right, come at me with uh, what do you think about the Chiefs? Then you think it's like it's just a downer year for Mahomes? He can't. I mean, I, I think he's gonna. <coughs> Come back to earth a little bit, but I don't think he's going to be trash. I mean, no, he's not going to be trash. That's why I said it's going to be neck and neck the whole year. It's just the whole point of so. Let's say Melvin Gordon doesn't play for the Chargers this year. Uh, how many? How long did Philip Rivers go without a running back and still produce? You know, like a, a long <laughs> Real time. Real talk. You know the stats when uh, Melvin Gordon was out. They're like like seven or no or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad look. <laughs> that is a bad look. Um, but I and mean, they, and you expect you expect a sophomore slump out of Mahomes. Now it won't be as drastic as other sophomores have been, you know, uh, because he's a top level guy. But I mean, you expect a small sophomore slump, uh, and then you know. Um, They'll probably be on sides on defense, so you won't you'll see less penalties on defense. Uh, yeah, in the season, but I mean it's just one of those things. It's like it, it's 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 going to come down to a coin flip, and you know it's fifty fifty there. Yeah, I just, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it comes down honestly. It comes down to the division games because you can throw it out there all day. Broncos are trash. Broncos are going to pick up one in Denver from somebody. Like it just it happens. Yeah, that's kind of how the division runs. And then you have the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Like, I mean, that's I, I would argue that's the hardest place to play in the NFL. So I give that's probably the only reason I give them that edge. And look, I'll say this. You know how I was on the Chargers last year all day, er day. Mm-hmm. I still put them as a wild card. Like, they're going with them. They're going with the Chiefs. Yeah, if they don't win the division, they go in as a wild yeah. card. 
Yeah, don't get it twisted. I have them both. I have them both at eleven and five, or maybe the Chiefs at twelve and four, and splitting the division. But because they have a better record, the Chiefs will win. But they're both in, like Clem. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, that was good. Yeah, that was good. good one. That was good. One. That was good. One. That was good. Good. That was good. One. That was good. One. That was good. Uh, so you've been listening to some fancy football radio? Um, actually, the the one time I want to listen to the TV right now, I can't. Oh, damn. So, <laughs> they're breaking down all the essential crap that me and you need to listen to right now. Yeah. Um, well, not me necessarily because I have five picks in the first 20, so I'm not worried about it too much. But you, on the other hand, oh, did you figure out anything about fancy football? I did actually. I was scouring through my roster uh, the other I, day. I accidentally sent you something yeah. with a list of things, and I think you may have, may or may not have found out something. Yeah, I was scouring through my roster after a little birdie told me to scour through my roster. I got to looking, and for those of you that don't know, in our fantasy league that we're a part of, uh, not the Gentleman's Podcast League, which you can join if you uh, message us on Facebook, but. Uh, but uh, in our private league with some friends, we have a keeper league, and it's not a traditional keeper league. We keep guys in the draft position that we drafted them in. Uh, and then, obviously, if you keep a guy off waivers, it goes to a, 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 a generic draft pick. I think it's like seven, isn't it? Uh, eight, but yeah. Eight, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> so I was looking through there, and I could have kept – I was planning on – Keeping Jared Goff. Listeners know you're keeping Goff, yeah. Yeah. In the last round. And I got <clears> to looking, and I've got fucking James White in the 13th round. And after our conversation the other night, when you were breaking down, like, PPR running backs after the top tier's gone, that's a good pick. Yeah. And so what had happened was, for the listeners, uh, is I have – I do a lot of research, and I'm – I'm not proud of it, but if ESPN <laughs> wanted to give me some money, I would take it. Um, I sent some stuff to Chris, and I did not realize I sent him the keeper list that I had, and he was looking at it, and he was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, yeah, when you realize, and then I kind of broke some stuff down for you, and then you're like, hey, I got this guy. I'm like, yeah, you should definitely do that. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to change my keeper. I need to make that announcement. Honestly, you're not fucking up anything, really. I mean, there was people like Michael was going to take him way too early, probably. Probably. And then David might have taken him a little early. Probably. Um, I stay away from Patriot players usually, so I wasn't taking him. I always end up with one Patriot player. Like I had LeGarrette Blunt for a couple of years. Hey, Brian, for good years though too. Yeah, actually, he, he when he when he was with the Eagles, he produced there for a little bit. Right now, uh, by the way, on the newest update that I'm watching on TV that I can listen to, James White is RB twenty three. Okay, and he's ahead. One, he's ahead of Sony Michelle. Wild, and that works out to about. I would argue in our draft, he would go late third, early fourth. So yeah, so I'll take him in the thirteenth. Congratulations, sir! Yeah. And you get your, and you get one of your Colts players. Yeah, and you can draft Luck and handcuff him with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, boom, boom, win, win. boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm not making fun, but I am. <laughs> but uh, so, fantasy fantasy football is picking up. Uh, we decided to do a couple Fab Fives in a row about like the key positions from fantasy. Uh, this week we're doing uh, QBs. QBs. Fab Five fantasy QBs for this year. And this Fab Five is brought to you by Licking Valley Laser Works. Boom. Facebook.com search bar Licking Valley Laser Works for all your custom t shirt needs. Whether you need one shirt or a million shirts, Licking Valley Laser Works is the only place to get them. Customized to your liking. They say what you want them to say. They look the way you want them to look. And they get to your door in a very timely manner. And. Okay. And so, if Sorry. you were wanting to get a customized t shirt, I'm going to tell you how to. Ow. Get on your Facebook. Type in the search bar Licking Valley Laser Works. Hook up with our friend, Cousin DA, and get your customized t shirt. Today. Today. Mm. All right, Fab Five Fantasy QBs for the 2019-2020 season. That sounds weird, by the way. 2019-2020, yeah. We are in, it is it is BFFL 20 for us. Oh, okay. So that's, Okay, all right. Anywho, uh, yeah. I'll start. <clears throat> My number five fantasy quarterback for this year, Deshaun Watson, QB, Texans. Wow. That late, huh? Hot fire. I've got a fire list, by the way. Okay. Okay. Um, do you want to elaborate on anything? Or just... Oh, no. He's coming off injury. I mean, he's just going to pick up right where he left off. Okay. Uh, my number five is Philip Rivers. Just because I'm, I'm, I'm banking on Melvin Gordon being traded. All right. uh, and even if, if he, even if he's not. I think Philip Rivers, he is quietly, like, every year he's like 9, 12, 8, 14, 10, 11. Like, quarterback's so deep this year, but, like, if Philip Rivers is my quarterback, I'm not I'm not mad. Yeah, Especially no. if I have Keelan Allen or, or somebody on the team. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. It's not, yeah, it's not bad. My number four is Philip Rivers. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> And I'll, okay, I mean, <laughs> all, all those all those points you said, and also uh, he had a career. Car, I fuck this up every time. He had a car, career year last year. Career. And you can't have a sophomore slump if you've been in the league for sixty five years. <laughs> well, I beg different, Tom Brady. Yikes. Yeah, but I still won the championship last year. That's what is your number four? <laughs> My quarterback last year drafted or uh, average. 12 points a game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, my number my number three is Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun <laughs> Watson... Well, so I think Deshaun Watson... Yes, he's back. He's back from his injury or whatever. But, man, he has so many goddamn weapons. It's not even funny. And now he has Duke Johnson. Yeah. It's it's one of those people like... I mean, obviously, Deion, I would argue DeAndre Hopkins is the number one receiver. He could be between one and four. But, like... He has so much. He has Will Fuller, who is when he's healthy, he catches a touchdown every pass. So, and then he has Lamar Miller, who is quietly just a, a good flex. And then now he has Duke Johnson, who can catch any goddamn ball and he can run. And I think it's going to be, even if you don't have like a connection, 
you know me, I like a QB wide receiver connection usually. Yeah. But even if you don't have that, he's one of those guys that I think, oh, I fucked my list up. I think he's one of those guys that's just going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, what are we on, three? Yep. Uh, my number three is Mitchell Trubisky. Explain yourself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you went first, didn't you? Yeah, I went first. So you're on number two. I'm on three. Because that, that was my number three. How was that your number three? You should have done four. Never mind. Watson was my number four, apparently. Yeah. I did my bad. I did my well, bad. I did Watson's Rivers. Chip. 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 My number three is Mitchell <laughs> Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky. Uh Go on. I want to explain yourself, sir. Okay, so last I want to know this because he, he's not on my radar at all. So. Oh really? Last year he quietly had a phenomenal year as quarterback. <sighs> And now they don't have the traditional run game anymore. They've got Tariq Cohen, the Swiss Army knife. And so they're just going to be throwing out of the backfield to him because he's, he's – I mean, he runs hard between the tackles too, but his best work is done outside in the flat receiving. And a, a, a negative two-yard pass to the flat that goes for 15 still counts for 15 yards. True. I, like I said, Trubisky for me, don't mind if he's on my – I don't want him as my starter. I wouldn't mind if he was my backup in a pinch. Yeah. That's what I'll give him. I don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on him. Well, you can have him. All righty. All right, my number three is Jameis Winston. What? The motherfucker that steals crabs and fucks – Girls in the pussy or whatever the hell that was. Uh, Wait, people do that? What? Have sex with girls in their vaginas? No, it was the, yes, but it was that they. <laughs> shut up. Ask Nick about that. He he laughed about something that nobody laughed about at all for like three years, and it's because of Jameis Winston and some other dude. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Jameis Winston. Here's why: the motherfucker's deranged, but. The dude's got talent everywhere except running back. And himself. They're never going to run. You know what division they play in. Yeah. NFC South, which all it is fucking area there for the most part. Yeah. They're going to have to try to keep up. Their defense is atrocious. He has more 300-yard uh, throwing games than any quarterback in that division, and it's with half of the games. Jeez. Then you think about Bruce Arians being his new head coach. Bruce Arians is all about fucking throwing a ball. Yeah. And he's committed to having one guy be the quarterback. Last year, he had some decent numbers. I think he finished like uh, QB 12 or something. Fitzmagic played half the fucking year. If you combine those two guys together, the Tampa Bay quarterback finished QB 2. Damn. So give all that to Jameis Winston and then let a guy like Bruce Arians have him and let him fucking air it out and give him the opportunity to do it and not put anybody else in. Yeah, he's going to throw some picks, but like he's also going to give you a 300-yard game and he might be four touchdowns with it. Okay, so you backed it up. All right. I didn't like so your do it pick all year. Do it yeah. all year. I didn't like the pick at first, but you backed it up. Blinding me with signs. All right. I'm coming with some stats, bro. I come, I'm coming <laughs> heavy, baby. 
Mine are all gut feelings. I'm the gut feeling guy. I'm like an old west. I'm like an old. Well, west. It goes back in the dork of me of research and shit. You yeah. know. I'm like an old west sheriff. I just got a gut feeling. <laughs> hey, this guy. Hey, come on. This guy with the revolver and blood on his chest. Something, yep. something about him. <laughs> uh, my number two fantasy quarterback for this year is tried and true Drew Brees. Drew Brees, okay. That team has done nothing but throw the ball since he's been on the team. Pretty uh, much. Even Alvin Kamara, uh, punishing running back, still catches shit out of the backfield. Brees' numbers are always up. They're always winning. And when they are winning, they still throw the fucking ball. Pretty much, yeah. I agree. Uh, they're in quite the division that uh, you have to throw in a division. We just talked about Jameis Winston. You have to throw in a division. There's some good defense there. But, damn, you look at a fucking NFC South score, it's usually 20 to something of 22 or something. Yeah. You know, it's some weird shit. Like, if there's points being scored. Yeah, it looks like a college game. All right, what two. is your number two? Patrick Mahomes. Whoa. I think he goes down this I'm year. I'm actually interested to see your number one now. I think he goes down this year, but he's still going to get his. He's loaded. He has uh, Travis Kelsey. The wife, Bitter Hill, is not going to get arrested yet, so he still has him. He's got Damian Williams. He's got Sammy Watkins. He's got a crew with him. His defense is enough that will get them through the league. And they'll, they'll just – and not to mention he can fucking run, too. So – that's John's keeper in the 15th, I think, this year. Yeah. But I, it's, it's, I would argue it's the, one of the best keepers. And even with even with a downgrade, he might still be the number one quarterback. So, yeah. you know, you know, because like he just kind of blew everybody out last year. So, even with even with a downgrade, I think he might be okay. Well, it took him so. like three quarters of the season to throw an interception or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah, and the ratio ended up being like. Four and a half to one or something yeah, like that. Ins- okay. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, my number one, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> okay. You want to add on either? Nah, not really. I mean, he throws the ball without looking. What do you want? Fair enough. That, oh, it's amazing. It's the most, most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. The, the only thing that would make Patrick Mahomes the, the greatest quarterback of all time is if during his uh, – uh, post-game interviews if he, like, flailed his arms like Kermit was like, we're going to win next month, next week. Because <laughs> uh, his voice is great. It's so good. Uh, Mahomes, by the way, gets a home run for his voice. Yeah. Because it's – I was not expecting that to come out of that body. Oh, no. Not at all. I was expecting, like, a little bit of, like, a high-pitched voice maybe, like a higher pitch. I was expecting Skater Boy all day. A little bit of that. Happen. That's what I heard. A little bit of no. that is what I thought, maybe, you know. No. But, no, we get uh okay, so next week we're going to play the Denver Broncos. Yeah, yeah I just feel really excited to be out here. No. <laughs> he sounds like a fucking wrestler is what it sounds like. Yeah. <coughs> All right, controversy pick. My number one is Baker Mayfield, man. Ah, come on. That man. motherfucker. That motherfucker has been given every goddamn thing he could ever imagine, <laughs> and he's already good with a with in his six fucking weeks of his playing, and not even know what his fucking roster is, and all these rookie fucking everybody. Now Chubb had a great year. I understand that. Yep. This motherfucker is loaded with everything, and then the defense got better. So I guess that kind of hurts me because he might not have to throw as much. 
But I think as far as if and this might, it, it kind of played on it too with what I think he will do in real life. I think his efficiency is going to be amazing. I think the, the ceiling for him is so high and the floor for him is high. So like, I think he can do no wrong, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. He has everything around him that he could possibly want, and he does have some legs if he needs to use them. Yeah, we haven't seen we haven't seen a quarterback be set up for success like this in a long bro, time. Bro, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh I I'm actually you said something about the defense getting better so he may not throw as much. I actually think I actually feel like especially on the road, Cleveland will just forego the unwritten rules and be like, look, we've been the butt of everyone's joke for so long, we're going to beat your team into the dirt in front of you. So, who better than have Baker Mayfield run your fucking team? Right? Like, he, we all know he's a fucking, he's a dick, but he's a he's like dude like you want to be friends with. Yeah. Not to mention he won the fucking beer chug challenge. He fucking cleared everybody on that. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't invite me to play, but whatever. I know, but like, dude, like, I just think that team, like, there's always been hype around every year because you know, bless the Cleveland fans' hearts. Ever since Baltimore ruined whatever Christmas they had, <laughs> like, they've been looking for anything, circuit Tim Couch and all that stuff, and now they have, they have the hope. And if there was ever some dude, all five foot fucking six of him. Yeah, being like, come in here and suck my dick, bitches. Like I'll fucking, he's harping on his own fucking teammates and shit. He's already <laughs> harped on Odell Beckham for dropping a pass. Like, <laughs> and nobody's saying a goddamn word to him. Nope. Take command of the team. And he's done it. Assume the controls. And I just think I think he, and like I watched. I know it's preseason. I know it's fucking preseason. But I watched that fucking drive he did. And that was against number ones. And dude, he just fucking picked apart them. Picked them apart? It was insane. (laughs) He picked the uh, team he was playing apart. Yep. And it was insane. And I was just like, wow. I don't know, it's preseason. But, like, it was effortless for him, it seemed like. We'll we'll see. In, what, three short weeks? Four short weeks? Yeah. But it doesn't matter because Nick's going to draft him because he's going to draft OBJ number one. He's going to take early uh, Baker Mayfield number four. Maybe number five. Hey, go ahead and do that. They can have. They can have. He can have that. What it's. It'll probably be about 50, 54 points between them. Fifty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That was a good fat five. Good <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up the show, and I think it's that time we do that thing that we love to do at the end of each episode. I think it's time to drop the mic. All right. Uh, you want to go first? Uh, I don't really have a mic drop. I actually just actually my mic drop is this. Uh, wrapping up this show, I've got an, an investigation to do because uh, I had the door cracked. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the studio, I had the door cracked open so the animals could come in and out, and one of the animals walked in with blood on its paw, and I've got to figure out where the hell that blood came from. Oh yeah, you so, should might have paused that one. Yeah, well. It uh, didn't look that bad, and it's usually the dog that gets bloody. Uh, I say, was it Tokyo? Tokyo walked in, yeah. licking his fingers, like, "What's up, bitch?" Yeah, well, I'll I'll investigate it in a minute. It was probably just a little bloody nose where the cat got him, got hurt. Nice. That's my mic drop. 
All right, my mic drops about football in general. Uh, coming up on uh, preseason week two, the fantasy marathon is on on ESPN. For me, it's fun. Um, as much as Nick says he does not pay attention to Matt Barry because he hates Matt Barry, he listens to everything fucking Matt Barry says. But all that stuff's on right now. And if, if you're just a, a dummy at it, tape an hour of whatever they're saying. Get involved. Get informed. And it, it's fun. And it's taught me to just pay attention more to football. And in turn, I know more about football than I ever thought about knowing 10 years ago. Yep. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that I'm obsessed with football and money a little bit too, but like, you know, whatever. Yep. Was, <laughs> was the, uh, if you're a dummy part or was it, was the, if you're a dummy, just tape an hour of it. Was that directed at me or. No, 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 <laughs> no, that was not. No, that, no, what I was getting at is like, which, oh, the funny part is go listen to it now listeners, because by the time they get this episode, the fantasy football marathon will be over. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that was that was the run joke I was trying to do on it, but it didn't work. Oh, that's but, hilarious. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but all this stuff will be available online. And if, if anybody's ever curious, man, just pick somebody that you like and then follow them. Yeah. And depending on who you like, they give you good information. So. Yep. Uh, I'll these, guys get paid, they, these guys get paid six figures to tell you how to draft your team. Pick one and listen to him. Yeah, See what happens. It's not a bad strategy. Uh, uh, honorary, honorary mention, mic drop. Uh, my girlfriend has joined a fantasy league at her work. Uh, you and <clears> I, <throat> you and I are general managers of her team. That's right. And we may have hit a slight uh, speed bump. I don't think we're allowed at that draft. I'm okay with that because I did talk to her for about two minutes about it the other day. Yeah. And I was like, look. There's a reason it's on CBS Sports. It's because these motherfuckers never played either, right? And she's like, I think not. Yeah. Well, nobody, I, nobody does fantasy football on CBS no, Sports. Nobody does. Also, they have you're, you have uh, nine offensive players. That's so – it's definitely a two-quarterback league. Yeah, we need to get the rules. I have the Once rules. She, she needs okay. to, uh, so she's going to send them to me. I'm going to get her to send them to me, and I'll send them to you. Yeah, we need all that stuff because we need to know what's up. Yeah, we may be sitting in the studio on her draft day on the phone with her. That's fine. She can't hang up. I told her because I told her. I also told her I was like, "Hey, if we can't be there, you can't drink that much until we get about to round eight. Yeah. And she's like, "Fair enough." And I was like, no, "I'm serious. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a lot of money that you might not want to spend." So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Let's, let's pay attention a little bit. Yeah, we're going to try and win that league for her. Oh, yeah. And also because I looked at the other team names, and they are garbage. Yeah, no, they, they're they all trash. And then she said something. She's like, they're all, like, mediocre. And I, and I was like, so what? You want, like, oh, they, like, show me your TDs? And she's like, damn, I want that name. Yeah. She ended up. And I'm like, you just made fun of those names, and you're going to make that name. <laughs> She, I know, right? That's like one of the oldest uh, fantasy names of all time. Show me your TDs. She ended up going with uh, My Balls Are Deflated. Really? I thought it was pretty funny. Really? She's a girl. Really? Wasn't a slide at the Patriots or anything? Oh, yeah, it totally was. But it's funnier mm. because she's a girl. Sure, let's go with that. I don't know if I want to manage this team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was a good show. Glad you guys were sitting in with us uh, and enjoying it. 
If we mentioned earlier about the GMPC Fantasy League, if you would like to join the GMPC Fantasy League, we still have spots open. So I made a few responses, but we still got spots open. Yeah, get into our Facebook page, which if you're a hardcore listener, you should already be a liking our Facebook page. Drop right. in the DMs uh, and let us know that you want to join and why you want to join. We'll get you on board. And if we get enough guys, we'll have a league this year, and it'll be a good time. And that there would may be, be fun. maybe some prizes if uh, for the top listener finish. Maybe some prizes, yeah, and then maybe some uh, just get-togethers with the guys. Yeah, we'll try maybe to see spots like Roosters or something, and get yeah. some wings with some boys, and organize some uh, meetups. Yeah, if we yeah. have local uh, local guys or local, hmm, what am I trying to guys say? Guys or here? girls? Local participants there. I couldn't get out of my fucking mouth. But, uh, yeah, so jump onto the Facebook and join the league. We'd love to have you. It'd be fun to play uh, fantasy with our listeners. Um, we got that going on. Obviously, the the old the old uh, uh, go-tos, uh, you know, make sure you share the podcast, uh, re- subscribe, okay. rate, and review on uh, po- uh podcast platform that you're listening on, and uh, share it with your friends if uh, if you think they would enjoy our product. And uh, that's basically it. And obviously, uh, people that listen know that when we have uh, Corey on the phone from wherever he is in the world, we end the show uh, a little bit differently. That's right. <clears throat> so I don't, uh, I'm just gonna do it. Real, I mean, it'll just be fine. Whatever. I just thought of a. I, I didn't have a song. I didn't have a song planned, so I'm just. I, okay. One just hit me. I might. I might. I might go on with you. Well, uh, I don't know. It it's like literally like three seconds. But anyways. Right. Continue to share the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next week. And as always, uh, thank you now. <clears throat> this is my Brian Adams voice. Mm. Okay. The best part of waking up is Fazer's in Yeah. We love you guys. We're out. <laughs>